Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. I know that you could be listening to something else, but you're making the choice to be here and for that, thank you. I feel incredibly blessed that you've made that decision. Now, while I'm still in the introduction portion of this episode, I want to take a moment to invite you to share this episode with someone who you think might benefit from listening to it. Because today we are diving into the topic of loneliness. And I know that many of us suffer silently and have felt like no one understands what we're going through. And I also know that many of us have walked in loneliness in whatever struggles that we've gone through as well. And there's someone out there that might need to listen to this episode so that it could be the light in their life. So if you could do me a favor and share this episode, I would greatly appreciate that. A couple months ago, I made a post on my Instagram about how loneliness is a slow but deadly poison. So today I'm going to expand on that. And while we may feel like no one understands us, the truth is written in Psalms 139, which is about David trying to flee from God, but he realizes that he can't because even when he goes into the darkest places, God's light will shine through. Verse 16 specifically talks about how God knew David when he was just an unformed substance. My friend, the same is true for you. God knew you when you were just a substance. And before you took on flesh, he created days for you. So when you feel like you are alone in your journey, you're not alone. Sometimes, though, it can be hard to believe that. Because when we feel like we don't belong, we can begin to isolate ourselves and think that the weight on our shoulders is for us to carry. The burden of whatever it is that we're going through, it's for us to carry by ourselves. This usually is caused by a life-changing event or maybe experiencing some hardships and brokenness in our life, whether it be big or small, but no matter how big or small, it's impacted us in a negative way. As a result of the impacts, we can end up having poor self-esteem. So our confidence can get shaken and we begin to doubt ourselves and become distrusting of others. So again, we walk alone instead of seeking truths. I'm guilty of that. I've done that before. And I hope that that's not something that you're doing. But if it is, continue to listen in on this episode. Sometimes our situation might feel like an embarrassment or that we're ashamed to talk about whatever it is that we're dealing with. That can be anything from a failing marriage or dealing with failure in general, not being where your peers are at, which puts you in a comparison mindset, going through miscarriages like I did, dealing with infidelity, really anything that you would not be proud to talk about. 
And by the way, if you are in a comparison mindset and want a deeper dive into that conversation, I got you. I released an episode titled Comparison is the Thief of Self-Worth. So I would recommend that you take a listen to that. And if you do, I hope that it shines a light in your life and helps you in some way. But when you feel like you're alone in the midst of the trials that you're going through, it's all perception-based. And what I mean by that is this. To us, the one that feels alone, that is our reality because it feels like it's true, that we are alone, right? However, in everyone else's reality, they're trying to be there for you, to comfort you and be present with you. But we can't see that because when we begin to feel like we are totally alone, the enemy likes to use that against us and tell us lies. The lies might sound like this. No one understands you, so it's better not to tell anyone because they won't truly know your pain until they've actually gone through it themselves. No one cares about your troubles because they have their own life to worry about. You are unloved and unseen and unwanted because nobody sees you. And by the way, I released an episode not too long ago titled Break Free, where I dive more into depth about feeling unloved, unseen, and unwanted. I share with you the lies that are being told and then the truths from scripture that can release you from those chains. So if you need more encouragement in that area of your life, I would recommend that you check it out. And I hope that it encourages you to seek truth instead of living the lies that may be taking root in your mind. But the lies that the enemy likes to use against us can weigh us down. And it can make our perception feel like it's the reality of what is. I remember in the midst of my loneliness, I thought that I was stuck wherever I was at and life was just moving on. And that for me was confirmation that I was totally alone in my journey. Two years ago, I had a miscarriage. I felt like I had to endure that pain on my own. Even though my husband, my kids, and close friends were present with me, I still felt like I was by myself. I remember slipping away to the bathroom so I could cry alone and not have to answer questions like, are you okay or why are you crying? The truth is that I didn't know why I was crying other than that I was extremely sad and I knew that I was grieving. But for me, it felt like there was something so much more than that at the time. And it could have been grief or maybe it was me wrestling with thoughts outside of miscarriage that had come to the forefront of my life. I don't think I would ever truly know what exactly it was, but it, for me, in that season of my life, that grief that I felt, it was so heavy and it weighed, it weighed a ton. It was hard for me to carry that by myself. And I recall being so desperate for change and frantically searching for an escape route. So I ended up turning my attention towards fitness and made it about looks. If you are a returning listener, you know about my fitness journey because I talk about it in previous episodes. But for new listeners, I started my fitness journey solely looking for physical results because I thought that if my outward appearance changed, I would begin to feel better. I was insecure and my confidence was shaken. But God, he intervened and met me in my garage and slowly but surely, I began to shed away bits and pieces of me that I thought mattered. In this season, I learned that letting go is okay. And healing starts from the inside. The truth is that no matter how skinny I got or how much my physical body changed, it would not have filled me the way that I would have wanted to be filled 
and God knew that. And I'm eternally grateful for how he leads. He is a good, good father. My friend, you may be feeling alone in your journey or maybe you're going through something that seems so difficult in this moment and you feel like no one understands you. You might be feeling trapped and desperate for an escape route and the lie of the world telling you that you need more friends or you need to go do something for yourself to fill that void. When I say do something for yourself, I mean you might be getting encouragement from the world telling you to go buy something that you may not necessarily need or want, but it's going to give you an instant gratification that you received something. And you can count it as a quote-unquote gift for yourself. And that temporarily distracts you from feeling alone. I've been there, done that for years. So I am using this example because I'm so familiar with it. But it could be anything. To be honest with you, that void, when I was living in that life, it was never filled. I used to tell my best friend as an excuse for buying things that it fills the empty inside of me as a joke. Not realizing that in that time, there was so much truth to what I was joking about. I was trying to fill a void inside of me and no matter how many makeup products I purchased or expensive purchase I bought or how many shoes and outfits I purchased, none of it filled me the way I thought I wanted to be filled. I was attached to material things and chased the feel-good feeling of receiving relief to escape what I wasn't willing to acknowledge. I'm not saying that you cannot have nice things or purchase anything. But I am telling you that if you are buying items and idolizing them or identifying yourself in them, it can blind you of what Jesus is trying to tell you in the gospel. In Luke 14, 25, Jesus tells us what the cost of discipleship will look like. He says in verse 33 that none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. Now, this is just my opinion, but I don't think that he meant your possessions as in everything that you own. I believe what he is saying is that I believe what he is saying is that when your possessions become your ultimate, the ultimate thing for you, that is when we become unfulfilled. I used to say things like, if I had a better body, I would be really happy. And if I had this item or that item, I wouldn't ask for anything else because I would be content. But that was a big, fat lie. We are truly fulfilled when we are detached from material things and allow God to work in us and through us. And I know that it sounds crazy because the world tells us that we need material things, whatever that may look like for you, for us to be satisfied. But coming from a faith lens, The truth is that loneliness impacts us all around, our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. It impacts us physically because we can quote-unquote let ourselves go and not really care about our outward appearance, which ironically is crazy because we can say that we don't care, but I do believe that internally, there are some parts of us that do care. We tend not to care because we feel like no one cares, but like I said, internally, I think that we do personally care on some level about our physical looks. It impacts us mentally because we begin to believe the lies that we tell ourselves. And it impacts us emotionally because we associate the emotions that we're feeling within the struggles that we're going through to being lonely. And so it impacts us all around. But God, he nurtures relationships. 
you have open communication of prayer, which in my humble opinion is the best way to build a relationship with him. It can be awkward at first to pray if that isn't something that you do often. And I get it because I've been there. It's like an awkward first date. You don't really know what to say and then you run out of things to say and then it's just awkward all around because you know that you're trying to get to know the person in front of you, but there's not a lot of words that are forming, right? And in the midst of you not knowing what to say, ask him to reveal himself to you so that you could get to know him more. Our God is a God who gives abundantly, so he wouldn't hold back from you, especially when you're trying to get to know him more. And a good way of doing that is to be in scripture. I believe it's life's manual. It teaches us, it encourages us, and it disciplines us to search for what we feel like we're missing or wanting. The more that you spend time in scripture, the more you'll see God's character and his mightiness. It's a beautiful thing. God also demonstrates mercy. Mercies are new every morning, according to Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22. It says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Paul's thorn, for example. So the story of Paul's thorn is that he was given a vision and then Satan gave him this thorn at his side. So he went to God and begged him three times to remove the thorn. And God's response is, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Now think about that for a moment. God is already perfect because he is God, the great I am. You do not have to be strong to be seen by God. He does not need you to be strong for him. He is telling you that he is strong. And when you are weak or feeling weak, you can rely on him to carry you. Our God is a mighty God. He demonstrates mercy through his love, forgiveness, and grace for us through the life and death of Jesus. Because Jesus' blood poured out for us, we have salvation. But while he was here on earth living, he was teaching us, loving us, and showing us obedience. We have been saved. We are not alone. You are not alone, my friend. So don't believe it for one more second. God also gives encouragement to take care of yourself. Our bodies are important. It's so important that God calls it a temple because the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, it says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? He also tells us that our minds are important. The thoughts that we have, our minds are so important that we are to renew them daily. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you renew your mind daily when you are in prayer and constantly in scripture because it feeds you truths. Before I end this episode, I just want to touch base on one thing to clarify that loneliness and solitude are two different things. Loneliness is your perception of what you believe to be true. So you think that you are alone because no one understands you. Solitude is seeking to be alone so that you can become closer to God. You want that space and time to be in prayer or in scripture and to hear the Lord speak to you. So you seek to be alone, but you don't feel alone, just as Jesus often excused himself to go pray in solitude, as in Luke 5, 16 says, but Jesus often withdrew to the lonely places and prayed. Between 5 and 5.30 every morning, I wake up and I go to a 
lonely place, so to speak, because I'm seeking solitude to be with my Father in heaven. So I'll pray, read, or just be still and fast. I typically fast every morning because it's so tempting some mornings or most mornings, if I'm being completely honest, to not go downstairs and grab a pre-breakfast snack or something to drink before spending time with God. But I choose to bypass that and just go into my little space to be in the moments because even though my body is hungry, my soul is hungrier. But in these moments, I'm not alone. And even though Jesus was alone in solitude, he didn't feel alone because he knew his father was with him. My friend, the reason why I share this with you is because I want to encourage you to make time. Make time to be in solitude with scripture, in prayer, just to be in God's presence. David tried to flee from God's presence and he could not escape. So no matter where you are, God still sees you and he'd be there with you if you invite him into that particular space. Loneliness can be hard to overcome, especially when we're allowing the lies to take root in our minds that we are completely and utterly alone in our hurt. Don't let the enemy win today or any day for that matter and start fighting back. Fight back with prayer and truths that are revealed to you when you read scripture. Make that your weapon of choice. And yes, it can be hard. Life has so many factors that we try to consider because we want to make sense of it all, but God's way isn't always our ways and we don't always understand why things happen the way that they do happen. But have faith. Put in work and fight back. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but my friend, you don't have to do it alone and you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.